This episode is brought to you by Zihair Glass. You've never seen wine like this. And Vineyard. Leave the cats at home and come and have a drink at Vineyard. Wine bar and shop in Manchester, UK. Hi, I'm Hassel. Hi, I'm Helen. And this is Bold Corks. Excited to be here. Glad to have you here. So today we've got a spe- very special episode. Yeah. We have a um, special guest here. We have Helen Collett. She is uh, a partner in this uh, new wine bar in Manchester, UK. Yes, I like to call myself a sidekick. So my very good friend Anna started a business in a shipping container, which sells wine by the glass to drink in. Um, but also to take away, um, and I've started it with her from the start, and yeah, sidekick. Batman and Robin, but the female versions. Very nice. So, I- I've noticed, I was in Manchester a few months ago, and uh, the wine scene and the foodie scene seems to really be taking over. Yeah, it's great. It's um, it's definitely changing. It's it's quite casual. It's it's kind of available to everybody. I like to say wine for the people is an important thing. So wine and food is accessible. It's exciting. We're based in an area that is kind of, it's the north of the UK, but it's also a kind of central point to many other places in Europe and in Britain. So you're kind of in the center of everything if you want to be. But yeah, and you know what is fun? I'd say we're, we're a bit lighthearted about things. So we're, we, we know what we're talking about, but we don't take ourselves too seriously, is the important bit about wine. That's perfect. That's like uh, the pulled corks motto or the, <laughs> the unpretentious fine beverage 100%. podcast. And we know yes. how to drink, which is always a good part of um, wine drinking. It helps. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. But yeah, it's uh, the, the, I like that, the uh, wine for the people. That's really nice. Yeah, and I mean, table wine. You know, that's where wine came from. The history of wine is for everybody. And so right, exactly. You can drink amazing wine and you can drink bad wine. And it does the same thing. Yeah, and today we are drinking uh, a three euro Cremant de Loire out of, a 50, out of a 50 euro Zier glass. Exactly, yes. <laughs> um, which you can actually probably hear. Yes, you can hear the little, it's port, the little fizz. And to be fair, these glasses are absolutely gorgeous. So we drank something of slightly higher quality earlier we in the week. We did. And eventually I didn't even have to kind of swirl my glass around because it was just so beautiful. It just, the aromas just jump out. Right, like the, the design on these things, how yeah. you get the, uh, the, the, the surface area. Air contact on the wine is amazing. I actually feel like the wine is jumping out of the glass right now. Kind of. I can physically see it. Yeah, it is. It's great. We're gonna have a You know what? That isn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad for three euros. Three euros is always gonna be a win. This is a little something we picked up at the little on the way home yesterday. Well with done, a, master of wine, little. Yeah. With a few great. cans of Combrocker yeah. and Vex. <laughs> wine for everybody. Wine for everybody. <laughs> Back to talking about Manchester. It was. Uh, really interesting for me because I've been to London several times. Uh-huh. This is my first trip into Manchester and I really felt like Manchester was kind of more of a fun place to go for food yeah. and drinks. And how did you find out about places I, before you came here? Through a word of mouth. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. So Manchester is all about 
we're very open. I think we're really we're, we we don't want to hide our secrets. We want to tell each other where to go and right where to meet interesting people. And it's the same with wine. We're quite potentially small wine community compared to London, yes. but we you know we kind of know each other. Manchester can become small and very big at the same time, so you kind of have to travel around to find really interesting wine bars and you can find them in the tiny suburbs of Manchester if you know where to go. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the first place I was directed to was a wine bar called The Hanging Ditch. The Hanging Ditch. It was the first Vinoteca probably in, I don't know, I'm not going to say the UK, but definitely in the north of England and it's been designed by a famous architect called Ben Stevenson who, he designed some of the heritage projects in Manchester so it's a really it is a cool space to be in. You feel like you're in a library of wine, and they have a um, like a ladder on wheels that you can wiggle around on. Customers yeah. can't go on, but maybe every so often. Right, right. Maybe if I ask <laughs> depending on the next night. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I actually I found out about that from uh, Austin and Ben. Well, there you go. You've got direct from, contact. Who are the uh, directors of uh, the, a the nice yeah. uh, event or experiment? I guess they call it. Yeah called the White Hotel. The White Hotel in Salford might be where you're not going to get the best wine, but you well, will... so that we can bring it. I was going to say, <laughs> and <laughs> whatever wine we serve, you know, you'll drink it in a, an interesting manner, I'm sure. Yes, a very interesting <laughs> place, a very fun place. I'm very close to the Hanging Ditch. Yes, and very close to the Hanging Ditch, and I was also very close to my hotel, the Marriott. There you go. <laughs> That's so. what's good about Manchester, you are close to, I call it the Bermuda Wine of... Bermuda, wine, Bermuda Triangle of Wine. Manchester is the Bermuda Triangle of Wine, so you're always, you know, one second away from a really good wine bar, essentially. You yes. Can, you can get there very easily. Everything was very centric. It's good. It was very nice. Well, is there anything else you'd like to touch on about uh, upcoming projects, the Hang Ditch, Vineyard, or, uh, or mean, even um, um, the White Hotel? Vin- I mean, Vineyard is very exciting. So we're, yes. a, we're a baby project at the moment. Um, we've only been open two months and it was a very quick opening so if you're based in a shipping container you know how how much planning do you need that's the other interesting part of this story <laughs> this yeah. uh, wine bar is made from a shipping container and we serve out of two small essentially kind of hatches into the outside world but Manchester is also not known for its wonderful summer weather so we're, we're approaching winter and we're going to be a very cosy wine bar with lots of interesting tastings um a slight maybe natural wine slant with orange wednesdays oh your orange wines oh that's a good idea and i just want to mention the blob the blob oh the a wine blob the wine blob so i only heard about <laughs> the this blob month shop. ago the blob it's incredible so don't ever go to yates's uh, <laughs> to have a wine blob because they don't make them anymore but the wine blob is a Essentially, it sounds like a kind of hot toddy mulled wine, but it's meant to be sweet Australian wine, a mm-hmm. little bit of brandy, sugar, and lemon. Um, it's a warming drink. It's, right. I believe it might have been banned. Who knows? But um, It's something you could easily make at home. Let's bring back the blob. Bring back the blob. Let's it, you're warm right. the human soul. It does sound a bit like a mulled wine or a, or a glue vine, <laughs> except it's yeah. a fortified version, it sounds. Wine for the people. Wine for the people. It's back. <laughs> Blobs <laughs> Bring for back the blob. Maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe that should be the the, the signature drink of uh, the White Hotel. <laughs> so next time you come <laughs> to Manchester, blob. you're going to be really, unfortunately, having a blob. Oh, right. But we love it. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to come back, and it should be soon within the next few mm. months. And you might do like a 
a pulled corks on the road uh, Manchester episode. We'll do a video with the definitely YouTube. Put it on YouTube and. Uh, and Manchester's just the the best bit about Manchester is that you're in the centre of the north, so London's great because you get it's the same thing. You're in London, you can go to so many different areas and find wine bars, but Manchester, you're in the centre of the north where you can go to totally different towns and find wine bars. And it's you probably spend the same amount of time on a train going to like Liverpool or Sheffield, right? And finding great places to go to. Yes, I. So you can have it all. That's true. In you're, one day. You're right. It is nice. It is close to. Uh, Powerhouse of wine is the north of England. Maybe. Yeah. Except Bolton. Except Bolton. <laughs> I think they might have served blobs. The, maybe maybe yeah. the guy that hit me with a potato <laughs> yeah, was drinking some blobs that 100%. night. <laughs> You can take some potatoes out. Yeah. If that makes you feel more. Should have been drinking vodka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great information. I cannot wait to get back to Manchester and yeah, go definitely. to vineyards and try it out and crawl my way back to my hotel at the end of the night. One hundred percent. Yeah, we'll be crawling back with you. Yes. Also, let's uh, this weekend that you've been here. Yeah. So I've had a really incredible time in Germany, tasting lots of different wines and being essentially chauffeured around. <laughs> right, we, so... Um, and we, yeah. Earlier in the week, I went to Alsace and just found this amazing uh, wine shop called Le Sommelier. And uh, it, it was a great, great name. It's, it's right by the cathedral in Colmar in Alsace, France. And I just loaded up, like, the, spent quite a substantial amount of money on a very uh, a good lineup for a barbecue we were going to have because I was having my guests here from Manchester. We spent the night just uh, drinking all of them. And then the next morning, we went to uh, Bern Castle in Germany. Which was 100% an incredible place to go to. It was beautiful. It's very warm in the, the heat of summer. You really feel the... The sunshine does reflect off the, the river, like you've been told. Yes. It was it was warm, and we experienced a beautiful kind of thunderstorm out of nowhere, where we were drinking wine in a tiny bar called Wine Porn, which obviously is an incredible name for a, a wine shop and bar. Right. And we kind of got stuck there, which is always good. It is good. You know, it's almost like we planned it. Yeah, it slowed us down a little bit, and it cooled <laughs> yeah, things down. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it cooled things down. But yeah, the Burn Castle's nice, and you have the slate soils that also retain heat a little yeah. bit more, which is also good for the grapes. It was definitely the the things that you read about wine came to life. Right. It's, which it's, is great, because I love the UK, because we're so close to many amazing things, but we're, we don't have any vineyards in Manchester yet. We can only hope. We've ha- I've had some very nice Welsh wines perhaps in mm. the closest and you can get some in New Yorkshire but they are still on the on edge of your seat to find out if it's going to be drinkable right well I mean just <laughs> uh, as long as just give it a couple more years I mean global warming is going to catch up well it brings me to the wine that we tasted that you made so <sighs> at the end of a night of very expensive wines a beautiful kind of flask of white homemade wine was opened up right and it was even Pinot Noir. It was Pinot Noir. The notoriously difficult grape. I had made it, uh, I stuck a little label on it, well, <laughs> that said Maison de Boucher. Yeah. <laughs> House of Butcher, since my name is Hassel Butcher. And, but, uh, you know, we probably need to try that again sober. 
I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't spit it out. We didn't. We actually we drank a two liter growler and mm-hmm. then three more bottles. We of compared this. it to the cork, the, the versions where it was bottles with corks. Yeah, to, to yeah, see if it was different. From, from yeah, from more the than growler one from the cork. Uh, what had happened is I made this. I I'd somehow come across some Pinot Noir grapes and gave a like shot. You do. Uh, yeah. Well, when you live here, <laughs> exactly. it happens sometimes. Um, Can and, you uh, send me some in the post, Manchester? Yeah, I, 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 will, I will. I will. Try to get a uh, DHL climate control. Uh, <laughs> <sure. laughs> but I, uh, I, I essentially just made this wine in uh, five-gallon buckets with a, a lid and a, and a airlock. Spontaneous yeast. Spontaneous yeast. <laughs> And uh, let it go. I used a potato masher to do the. Uh, the potatoes have come back. The potatoes have come back. There's yes. A purpose. But the the maceration, I would <laughs> I would push the skins back down several times a day with a potato masher <laughs> that I'd sterilized. And uh, so you had a wine pet. I did, I did, and then I uh, de I degassed it, and then bottled it, and. Uh, Where did you leave it? I left it in my cellar. Ooh. And forgot about it for almost three years. Until you saw the crazy until, thirsty eyes of the mankini. Until we, I had these these manks in my house, <laughs> and I had ran ran out of wine. We've and drank all your beautiful wine. That was okay. That was the plan. The Alsace wines. So I went done. to the cellar and I just started pulling out the homemade stuff and poured. First, I poured myself a, a, a glass and. With you pulled a cork eventually. Yes. Yes, <laughs> and with great fear, put it to my nose and was pleasantly surprised. It was. And it came out quite well. It was so. definitely a wine with feeling. Which it was, was yeah. And then uh, today we had quite the tour. Definitely. So we we went to after many misadventures today. We wound up <laughs> in the falls, and we started in Winegut Hamel and Sea, which, which was great. Is, yeah, it was owned by Mr. Christoph Hamel, a friend of mine. Who, it's a beautiful uh, modern winery. It's got a right. very interesting old painting. Of oh, it's great. It's kid holding up grapes. Great dog. Yeah, nice dog. He's been there since 1723. The dog? <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That's the what winery. happens when the <laughs> dog's drinking wine. But, uh, and it was quite nice. Um, we tasted the whole catalogue, basically. Yeah, they were very giving. Open lots of interesting wines. The wine that I liked was... The kind of modern version of the weird Liebfraumilch. Yes, the milk yes. of the beloved. Uh, the, the lovely mother's milk or uh, Mother Mary's milk yeah. or. I was very intrigued by yeah. that. I think it's so Liebfraumilch. At one time, literally was responsible for ru- completely ruining the German <laughs> wine reputation yeah. of the world. <laughs> It really did. It, you've probably seen it if you're if you're living outside of Germany because mm-hmm. they don't drink this here. You've probably seen uh, Blue Nun. Oh yeah. Or or uh, Katzen, the black cat. The classics. Yeah, you won't <laughs> find them in Germany, and they are just syrupy. As uh, Sophie would say, gloopy. Gloopy, <laughs> squishy. They're, squishy. They're, they're, they're fun wines that aren't fun because they're actually... They're just not, sugar water, yeah, basically, with alcohol in there. Wine for kids, terrible, if that was a legal thing. Terrible, And Liebfrau Milch was like... 
even the even the Germans kind of swore it off because <laughs> it was like this is what destroyed our reputation. Even though they have all these beautiful wines, yeah. that's what was being exported and being purchased. Who wanted it? We'll never know. So now, uh, but Liebfraumilch has a rich history yeah, in I Germany, mean, uh, and it's not all just sugary crap. No, that's what's you know things get lost, don't they? And uh, the world of exporting. Christoph wine. Christoph Hamel has been uh, doing a uh, a wonderful job of producing quality versions of, yeah. of this wine. That are actually very pleasant to drink. We and tasted too. We tasted a kind of maybe more accessible, right? Not sweet as such, but yeah, slightly sweeter note kind of version, and then a, a kind of premier version, right? Which just I don't know, it tasted great and very well balanced. Yeah, the, the balance was great on those things because they had enough acidity to just balance out that sugar a little bit, and yeah, they were quite they were quite nice wines. I like them both. I like anything that you know reinvigorates a. A lost art that might have got slightly waylaid in the Absolutely. historical yeah, yeah. trends of wine. It did. The seventies <laughs> and eighties were not nice. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and then uh, we after that we traveled to Saint Martin, which is beautiful. Beautiful. It's like something out of a Disney movie. It really is. It's it's a theme park. Right. But it's yeah. Old real. medieval town. <laughs> Old medieval town had a nice dinner there, some Falchion food. I've never eaten so much meat. There was a lot of meat. I respect that. <laughs> we, had the, we, had, we definitely had the meat sweats. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of that, and then finally we rounded things off uh, in uh, Landau, Landau and Rafaus. We tasted some incredible wines there. I think. We did really. with uh, JP. Mm. We tasted some. Actually, everything we tried was from Von Buhl. Yeah, which you can't deny is going to be right out of it's out of uh, Didesheim, <laughs> Germany, is where, it's, where they're out of, and uh, it was great. We had a great time. Nice tour of the faults. I think yeah. we've seen a, a countless vines. Yeah, in millions a car, of vines. on foot, in bars. Yeah, they're just everywhere. everywhere. They're hanging off balconies. Yes, you can see. Absolutely. Great so, country. I guess that's about all we have for today. I know, we could go on. We could go on and on and on. <laughs> uh, so happy to have you here. Let's We're going cheers. to do this again. We're going to do another episode from uh, Vineyard. 100%. Uh huh. Wow, these glasses even have an interesting sound. They do, they do. That's It's almost like a... It's like a chiming bell. A miniature yeah. gong. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous glasses. All right. So until next time, cheers. Cheers. Uh,